Coming up, we give you an update on all things downtown Disney and its transformation into Disney Springs. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode number six, uh, 716 for the week of June 24th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Diz Unplugged. I am your host, Dustin West, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio here in Orlando, Florida, I am joined at the table by my good friends, Sean Michael Noah, hey. who is uh, its first time at the table. Yeah, exciting, very exciting. We also have Kathy Whirling, hi, and Corey Martin here on the table, and back in the production nook, we have Craig <laughs> Williams and Sean Thompson. Hey guys, hi. Hey. <laughs> so again, like I said in the intro, um, our segment today is all about. Uh, downtown Disney and its transformation over the last year and into the future into Disney Springs. Um, we have a lot of information. Um, we've had lots of help finding this information. Uh, Sean Michael Noah, uh, he helped uh, put together a list of rumors and, and uh, different um, uh, restaurants and um, uh, venues and stuff that would be coming, as well as uh, Kathy Whirling has a wonderful blog that just went up. You want to tell us a little bit about your blog? Um, it's l- a lot of the pictures and just showing you what's different. It seems like every time I go there, it's different from the week before or whatever. So yeah. just be aware there's lots of changes going on at Downtown Disney. But I took you through and tried to show you landmarks in the picture so that if you've been there before you you can see how it's changing already okay and we'll have a, a link to your blog in the show notes page you can also go to uh, blog.wdwinfo.com uh, our show notes page is www.disunplugged.com again you can uh, find the link to kathy's blog and that'd be a good way to maybe follow along with our our segment today uh, so definitely check that out um, one of the things i wanted to start with uh, in our segment about Downtown Disney and Disney Springs is kind of a, a general overview for those who don't know what Downtown Disney is all about. Just the most basic overview we can do. In its current form and what it's been for maybe about the last uh, five to ten years uh, is it's a shopping district that's located in Walt Disney World that's separate from all the parks, but it uh, has three distinct areas, at least it had three distinct areas, which were the Downtown Disney Marketplace, which was, uh, that's all shopping. There's some restaurants thrown in there as well, um, but that's the original portion of what used to be the Downtown Disney, or I'm sorry, the Disney Village and the Disney Village Marketplace. And then, of course, there was Pleasure Island that was added, which is basically no more right now. And, uh, of course, uh, the most recent addition in the grand scheme of things was uh, the West Side, which has House of Blues, some of the larger, not chain restaurants, but um, franchise restaurants by celebrity chefs and stuff like that. That's also where Splitsville, the bowling alley, and the the, uh, the movie theater are. So uh, newer additions down on the West Side. But all of that... Not all of it, but a lot of it is going to be changing over the next couple of years into what we're calling, or Disney's calling, uh, Disney Springs. 
So a few things about Disney Springs, and if you're watching along live or on YouTube, you can uh, see some of the concept art for Disney Springs. Uh, Downtown Disney will be renamed Disney Springs and will consist of several different neighborhoods featuring more than 150 stores, uh, restaurants, and entertainment locations. The neighborhoods will be named the Town Center, the Landing, the West Side, and the Marketplace. Uh, The Town Center is going to feature a central promenade along with uh, uh, shopping and dining. The landing is the area's main commercial district with waterfront views and themed dining. And the west side and the marketplace are pretty much staying where they are and um, have similar uh, offers, but there's going to be new restaurants and venues thrown in throughout uh, and, and shops as well. So I thought maybe we could talk about uh, what's kind of changed over the last year since Disney Springs was announced. We've seen some uh, major um, changes. Uh, first of all, uh, I think the first in this kind of row of things that are changing is uh, Splitsville came out uh, uh, two years ago, and that kind of started the whole process. Now, we've covered Splitsville like nobody's business. That's a wonderful bowling alley, and everybody loves it. Um, but more recently, uh, they've added the Marketplace Co-op, and we have talked about that, but I thought maybe we could talk about the Marketplace Co-op and how that's going to fit into uh, how Disney uh, Springs is going to be moving forward with the Marketplace. So what are your guys' first uh, thought? For those of you who have been to the co-op market, uh, the Marketplace Co-op, what's your initial thoughts on how that store is maybe different from some of the stores that have existed before? I think... At least it looks like they're upping their game a little bit and trying to to bring in some new merchandise that they didn't have before. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I I don't know that I went to Team Mickey all that much before, right. but the Marketplace Co-op is a store that I would go back to many times. There's yeah. so many different things in there that you could. I'm sure it's going to be, make more money for Disney than Team Mickey did. Yeah, and kind of the general idea behind it is they, they did close the uh, uh, Team Mickey store, uh, which was a, a very large venue in the Disney marketplace. And now what they've done is they've created this shop that is very eclectic, and it has little tiny corners and tables set up. And in each little corner and table has different types of merchandise running the whole spectrum of what you'd expect um, from a Disney uh from a Disney merchandise location and some things you wouldn't expect. No, it's almost it's almost like a, a shopping village within a shopping village. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you go in there, you, you, you never imagine that it was just one big store with different sections, and you walk in, it's like, you know, you have your, your trophy room, and you have all these different... Uh, these different rooms, I really like. It. It's not, uh, it's not very stroller friendly. The little yeah. pass, but uh, yeah. but it also looks different than anything Disney's really done before mm-hmm. in terms of shopping experiences. And if this is kind of the same layout and feel that you uh, we're going to get in the rest of the shops that are coming up, granted they're not going to own every store. Uh, a lot yeah. of it's going to be third party coming in to sell. But if they all kind of have that same feeling and that same look. It's going to make for a much more pleasant shopping experience. Going off of that, I love some of the details they put into this, like the custom bags that you get. Um, you can walk around to the multiple different boutiques, and it's, you don't have to pay at every single one. You can just shop in all of them. Um, it just feels like a higher-end shopping experience when you're in there, and it's really nice. It's funny you said that because it feels that you, like you said, you can take stuff from one to the mm-hmm. other, but it feels like you can't because yeah. they're, they're, so, they're so separated, but you can. You're yeah. still in the same store. Now, there's, there's been a lot of construction going on, obviously, um, and one of the things that also opened up 
very recently were the two uh, Starbucks locations, which were new additions as part of this uh, this kind of turnaround for downtown Disney into into Disney Springs. You know, the addition of Starbucks in the where the Main Street Bakery used to be caused a lot of controversy. Uh, what do you guys think about having Starbucks at downtown Disney? You think that. As time goes on, this is going to continue to be popular, or uh, I mean, Starbucks is oh yeah popular in general, but yeah, oh, absolutely, it's going to be popular. Yeah. I think the one at uh, Marketplace is a great, uh, great spot too. I completely agree. I, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I, couldn't imagine, I, I couldn't picture it in my head, but now when I go, it's like <coughs> filled that empty area by World of uh, Disney. So it's a walk-up window, so there's no like college students on their laptops getting ready for their exams. Exactly, you don't yeah. have to put up with with that kind of stuff. I'm sorry for anybody doing their exams right now, but I don't think they are. Um, so th- th- <coughs> adding Starbucks and the Marketplace Co-op, these are just the initial things that we're seeing. Um, like I said, there's a lot of construction. For those of you guys that have been to uh, downtown Disney recently, um, what, what is the construction like right now? How, how is that affecting um, oh. endless Excuse walls. Me. Yeah, it's kind yes. of crazy. It's, it's endless walls. It, it, you know, as long as you keep, as you walk along these walls and you look at what's to come, it'll, yeah. you know, it'll make your experience a little better. The concept art that they have shown on the walls definitely give you something more to look forward to, and it's it's very good art. So it's um it's definitely uh, more of a good preview yeah. while they're closing off everything. I like that. Yeah. You will have bottlenecks. Areas. I mean, there are some areas that just bottleneck, and there's no avoiding it. But you know, the thing it's about temporary. The thing about Disney construction, and we see it with the Magic Kingdom all the time on Main Street, and with when they did Fantasyland with uh, New Fantasyland, it's it's like putting up with those bottlenecks. It's putting up with the construction to get to that final destination of having it more opened up, and more accessible. And because um, I think about I think about that one particular bottleneck uh, in between Pleasure Island and Marketplace, right by the T Rex restaurant and the Lego store, that has always been just everyone stops and you cannot move. And I know that they're expanding a pathway back there, but while the construction walls are up, is that still very crowded? Yes, because now you have to go. There's like a whole new set of walkways that mm-hmm. they have where Pollo Campero was closed off Mm -hmm. and you have to go like behind there to get out to the marketplace or tucked back in this little area is where the Lego store is. Yeah. Feels like you're in Labyrinth. You know? (laughs) They they make it challenging for you to spend your money in that area. Yeah. And we can't we can't mention the construction at downtown Disney. (coughs) Excuse me. Sorry, Kathy. Without mentioning um, the parking situation that is happening right now. how is how is the parking, Corey? I know you were talking about it. You know, I we valet because they'll you know you get free valet if you spend um, spend money using Tables in Wonderland. So you know that's twenty bucks. That uh, you know it's twenty bucks. It's valet. It's expensive, but you know go spend some money using Tables in Wonderland. You get you get that for free. So we didn't we skipped uh, searching for the parking spot. It's like it's like going to the mall during at Christmas. You know, you just kind of you're looping in and out, like looking, with, uh, watching for people with bags, and you know, are you getting in that car? Are you leaving? Something? <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Slowly walking, you know, like driving right behind them as they're walking to yeah. their car. Where is it? Well, one of the uh, one of the additions for downtown Disney will be a brand new parking structure, a parking garage. And there's actually going to be two. There's going to be two. And what's happened is, I mean, that's going to be great 
when it opens, but it has closed off gigantic chunks of the parking lot. And I've had the experience of not doing valet and doing exactly what you're talking about, which is going around, trying to steal a spot from somebody or watch them go back with their bags. Are they leaving? Are you just having a cigarette? What are you doing? Are you going? Um, You talked about valet. Part of me, and I don't know what you guys' opinions are. I'll throw it out to you. Part of me feels like that is a brilliant idea on Disney's uh, thought process that, okay, we're going to have parking problems, so we can make some money by doing valet. Well, that same feeling is feels like they're taking advantage of that situation and uh, limiting the parking spaces that could be available for everyone and you know crossing out huge chunks of parking to reserve for valet. Yeah, and, and valet is not open all day. It, I right. think it starts at what four o'clock or three. Four, I could be yeah, wrong. Four, four o'clock. So, but all those spaces are reserved for valet. So if you get there at noon. And you go to park at Westside. There's this whole section of just, you know, empty spots waiting for a valet. And I, there's I also away. one now behind the World of Disney store. So there's two valet areas, and they took a big chunk behind the World of Disney store. And if you go by there, even during busy times, there's loads of empty spots in that area. So it seems like it's a nice idea. But I think they overestimated how many spots they were going to need for that. Like, I don't think everybody's taking advantage of valet parking. Yeah. And another thing they had been doing, and it seems like they keep going on and off with it, is offering parking uh, behind uh, or across the street at Team Disney Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, in front of casting, Disney casting, which is across the street. um, uh, And... They were running shuttles at one point. I don't know if they're are they currently doing that right now. Did you happen to see that? I didn't see that. We- they're still doing it, but it's when it's busy. But the problem with that is you don't know until you get to that lot if they've deemed it as a busy time. You know, there's really nothing out in front that says, okay, we're running the shuttle today. And you don't always have to believe the lot full signs. Right. <laughs> I drive right past those cones. Yeah. yeah. Somebody somebody will be leaving that parking yeah. space eventually. Um, but at the same time, you know, there might be 10 other people that have the same idea as you, yeah. and they're going to get there first. Oh, man, I made, I made a woman very angry one time by <laughs> snaking into a spot, but... I got there first. She's a pregnant lady. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yes. Let's not start any rumors on that. Uh, Since we're talking about parking, I know, Kathy, you went to the food truck festival the other night, um, and I had a very different experience. You found a parking spot, no problem. Right. From what I, I hear. Um, I was probably about half an hour later, probably around 5.30, 5.45, and it was a nightmare. The worst parking uh, experience I've ever seen in my life, mm-hmm. so much so that I turned around. I, I left, and I sent an angry tweet to, to downtown <laughs> Disney. Um, I, it was just... Uh, there were more parking uh, lots closed than I remembered when you drove back behind Lanuba, a huge section. And I, I knew it had been closed before, but I didn't remember it being this big. And it was just to the point where there were at least 10 cars in every lane looking for a spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was no solution except for to get out of there. That's because mm-hmm. they, for some reason, decided that while they're doing construction on the front lot, they're going to do some more construction yeah. on the back lot. And, and then yeah. host host an event where thousands of people want to go visit. <laughs> yeah. It made no sense mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. My, my tip to anybody uh, coming to downtown Disney uh, before the parking situation is settled uh, if your vacation allows, go on a weekday and go early. And take the bus. Yes. The bus is a, a good idea to, as well. If you're if you're not driving and you're staying on property, take a bus. And, and, and the thing to remember with that is, is they've now closed the Pleasure Island bus stop. So you only have the one down behind the marketplace. Mm-hmm. But take a bus. And if you have tables in Wonderland, valet. And yeah. little secret... 
that you don't really have to have a whole dinner using Tables in Wonderland. You can go <laughs> buy a beer and use your Tables in Wonderland and show them your eight dollar receipt. Just cover up the amount and say, oh, no, they, they don't care. They, you just, you know, they don't care. That's Maybe until they watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that kind of does it for um, what the current status of it is. Now, I, I, I want to pose this question to everybody. With the things that have been added so far, with the construction that's going on right now, um, and with other things that have been added, because I know they've uh, downtown Disney has also added more musicians, uh, more street musicians, and the, the places that allow for it, um, like by Fulton's Crab House and by um, what is the Irish Pub, uh, Raglan Road. Road. You know, there's there's more of a, a nightlife. So with the addition of that kind of stuff and the subtraction, considering the construction, what's your guys' overall vibe on downtown Disney right now? Is it do you see it going in the right direction? What do you guys think? So I will start with Sean. Um, I definitely see it going in the right direction. Um, and I think it'll get there. I think it's going to take a long time. And for me, it's almost worth skipping until it gets to a place that's more manageable. Um, unless you hit it at key times. If you go, if you're just going there for a quick thing, you know, park in the morning, then you can get in and out. Um, but for me to, to go on a Friday night or a Saturday night or hang out in a weekend, yeah. it's not worth it to me. There's other places in Orlando that, that are easier to get to. Um, and more fun. But however, one day when there's sufficient parking, uh, there's more things offered, then absolutely it will be a place to hang out. And, and it really did used to be a, a fun place for me to go yeah. on a Friday or Saturday night. And now, beyond just the things that are offered there and the construction that's happening, it's the parking. The parking that that uh, pushes me away from it. I don't I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't. How about, you, how about you, Kathy? I have a hard time... You know, I'm the the Disney lover that thinks that when Disney does something, oh, it's so wonderful. With this project, I sort of feel like Disney must have just said, you know what, let's just tear the whole place up. Mm-hmm. You know, it, Disney usually, like when they do a park, they'll put up some scrims so you sort of feel like you're walking past a building. Here, it's, it's just... Maybe they should rename it Construction Land, <laughs> you know, until it's done because... You can't put yourself, like, you know how when you go to a park and you sort of forget about life for a while? Yeah. You can't feel that down there. And, and I feel like I want to do a, a calendar of construction walls and cranes because <laughs> it's like they've got the market cornered on it down there. So we still go, but it's sort of like a let's hurry up and get in and get out kind of a... Yeah. Well, taking that into consideration, I mean, it's not... You know, it's not like they're just adding a new area to this. I mean, they're talking about basically a complete retooling. Oh, right, no, it's right. the largest, you yeah. know, uh, renovation of downtown Disney ever. Right, exactly. Uh, and you know, and they had talked about doing uh, what was uh, what was the original one? a couple of years ago. They were talking about changing it at one point, and they never followed through with it. Right. Um, uh, something wharf. Hyperion wharf. Hyperion yeah. wharf is the theme that they were going to go with. But now this looks really cool, and it is a complete overhaul from end to end. Something's going to be different. Um, uh, so, Corey, what, what, are you, what are your thoughts currently? I, I see the light at the end of the tunnel, but for me, Downtown Disney is a... It's not just stroll... Like, currently, it's not just to go and stroll around. I, I need to have a destination. I need to say, okay, I'm going to Splitsville. We're going bowling. I need to go... We're going to the movies. We're going to do this or that. But it's not... 
hey, let's go hang out at Downtown Disney. Currently, it needs to be a destination, or you know, even you have dinner somewhere. But yeah, it's not some place I want to just go. Right, it has to be a very specific yeah. reason to go there. Yep. Yeah, I I feel the same way. I mean, I I cannot imagine because there were at points. There were times where I would say, okay, I'm going to park at Lanuba, and I'm just going to walk all the way across down to Marketplace, mm-hmm. do what I do, and then walk back to my car, and that'll be my evening. Uh, that In no way is that going to happen right now. Um, once it's done, yes. Uh, but for now, I, I agree with you, Corey. I've got I've to be wanting to see a movie. I've got to want to go bowling. Or there has to be something very specific at a very specific shop or restaurant right. that I have to get. Otherwise... No, thanks. How about you, Sean? Well, uh, I haven't been here long enough to be able to judge what was it was like before right. compared to now. But I will tell you that I personally like it as it is right now, judging by you know what's going on. Because I usually go down there with my friends, and we just go right. up and down uh, to all the different restaurants. You know, uh, we celebrated my my friend. My, we all celebrated our first days together as roommates mm-hmm. down there, and it was a great time. I loved it. So I'm more excited now that once it's done, there's going to be so much more to do. And then we can all have a reunion, get back together, and yeah. just have a blast together down there. That's interesting that you, you really haven't experienced it before now. I mean, uh, and I think that'll be cool when it finally does open that you will have been a part of all this construction and all this waiting because it feels like, you know, we've kind of been in in that zone like with New Fantasyland we saw the walls go up and then we had to wait that amount of time and see them come down and when those walls come down man it is awesome so I really hope that you get to experience that um, because I think that this really is going to be amazing I can't I cannot wait for it so it doesn't it doesn't I worry about what the first time visitor to downtown Disney thinks okay because you know how Disney it's the attention to detail. Well, right now it's the attention to construction walls. That right. that didn't that doesn't bother you. You can see past that. Well, yeah. I mean, I I know that Disney's going to do a good job with it. I mean, we already saw there were some pictures online of some of the construction of like this lamp post that had um, the Disney Springs logo on it and stuff like that. I know that they're going to do well with it. Um, I mean, this is just coming from a guy who hangs out with his friends on the weekends. I do hang out with uh, with them at Downtown Disney. You know, we go. Either watch a movie or okay. Splitsville, you know, like what everyone else does. I'm glad to just, hear that. I'm, yeah. I'm glad it's not chasing people away. No, I, I'm, I'm excited about it. Craig, what do you think? Uh, if you're coming on vacation, yeah, you're going to put up with what's going on. But I'll go from the locals' perspective. Okay. It's Right now, it's absolutely horrible. Uh, the only way I'll go there is if I need to go to D Street or Marketplace Co-op or something in particular. Uh, uh I love Splitsville, but there's other good bowling alleys in the area. Um, And then in terms of the movie theater, if you just drive down the street to the AMC at Universal, about maybe a fifth of the people that go to the downtown Disney one go there. You walk in, always find a seat. Um, And the dining experiences have seemed to gone downhill to it, downtown Disney. I mean, Earl of Sandwich cut their sandwiches basically in half. And now they barely give any meat on them anymore, and they raise the price. Um, There's not a lot to do. However, I know it's going to be good whenever it's completely finished. Mm -hmm. But right now, for locals, I think there's better options. Uh, In the future, it it might be the place to go and, you know, take out a dent from all those other places. But we'll have to wait and see. And I I think 
especially after hearing that, it's important to reiterate that this is a very unique rehab. I don't think we've seen anything at Disney on this scale for a for a major portion of a specific place. Like when you do a rehab on New Fantasyland or you do Avatar Land, it's off to the side. You right. don't have to deal with it if you don't want to. If you want to go to downtown Disney, no matter where you park, no matter where you start, you're going to be dealing with construction right now. And that's just the way it is, unfortunately. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about, unless anybody else has anything they want to add to that, um, next thing I wanted to talk about was kind of the, the few things that we do have confirmed that are coming up next, that are uh, in the plans that uh, that we know about. Um, one of them, or actually, Sean, why don't you uh, fill us okay. in on a couple of those? Yeah, of course. Uh, so I did a lot of research trying to go online. Uh, there's uh, a lot of the same thing. I see, like, oh, downtown Disney Springs will have eclectic shops and restaurants and stuff like that. Not a lot of detail, but the things I did get um, were a couple of restaurants. One of them was called Morimoto, which is a, basically like a sushi restaurant, which also mixes in some westernized styling into the in the cuisine. Uh, STK, which is a steakhouse but classier, is what I said it. Is like all these are kind of like more upscale. Like you have to dress nice, go there. So that's a different vibe, I guess, than what I would usually do with mm-hmm. me and my friend. Yeah. You know, like. In my Mickey Mouse Star Wars t-shirt. That's going to be interesting to see if people will dress up to go to downtown Disney. Now, now did they say, I mean, I I know these are upscale places, but I I just, you know, in the, you know, family vacations, I can't see them saying, all right, put on your dress shoes. I I see that more of a local thing, but, you know, if you're on vacation. Right, I highly doubt that that dress code would be enforced in the same way it's not enforced in some Yeah, I mean, they might say no tank tops, no hats, or something like that, but they can't get too, too strict. But if if I'm not mistaken, something like this, a a more upscale steakhouse, this is the first of its kind at downtown Disney. Well, also the Japanese restaurant. I mean, they, they have sushi bars. You can go to Wolfgang Puck and stuff like that, but not a dedicated restaurant that's just all Japanese and sushi, which is going to be that. incredible. I mean, I just looked up like some of their home, right? Like the websites of these restaurants and some of the pictures that they have on there. It's really unique and cool. They've got very awesome special designs that make you feel like you're in a totally different place, like in Wonderland almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I'm excited about. One of the restaurants that was rumored and had some pictures of was the Edison. And I don't know if you guys know this, but apparently there's one over in California that a lot of Imagineers like to go to oh. and spend their time uh, just eating and hanging out there. I think there's one in Fort Myers, too. Also there. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of, it celebrates the era of invention, like Thomas Edison and stuff like that. And the word I can describe it as steampunk, and I know that's not the accurate word, but that's right. the vibe I get. Steampunk uh, insinuates that it has that classic turn-of-the-century but with modern computer technology, kind of, uh, kind of, kind of a sci-fi turn of the century, right. kind of thing. And this is what you're talking about. That's all about invention. It's all about technology. But it, it's in that setting of kind of the turn of the century, right. 19th, uh, 20th century. I'm sorry. So none of the sci-fi stuff. Just all <laughs> none of that. I don't want it to get confused. I want it to have that that look. Uh, but we have. Uh, two other restaurants that, if you guys looked at the concept art, they have some really good pictures of it. One of them is called The Hangar, and it'll be a completely new restaurant, unique to Disney Springs. 
Uh, however, there's no word yet on the menu or the prices or anything like that, but it is themed after an airplane hangar, and it will be designed based on aviation and flight. Ooh, I know where I'll be. That yeah. sounds cool. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, having that kind of thing. Like, it definitely goes with that whole waterfront property you're talking about. With the landing, right? That's where it's supposed to be located. Yeah. I think so, yeah. I like that turn-of-the-century uh coastal town you can i i can see how that theme is going to play out in it and if and if these restaurants like the hangar are fully developed in that way that's going to be so cool are we missing anything kathy is there anything that you know of that well i was going to say going along with that um we were talking before about the amphicars yeah they're going to have out in the water going to one of these restaurants there's been pictures of the imagineers testing them yeah. out there in the lake so if we can, we will try to get a, a a picture of that along with this concept art on the um, the show notes page uh, disunplug.com where you can find that. Yeah, the empty cars you're talking about uh, they're going to be part of another restaurant mm-hmm. actually is what I read uh, called the boathouse. Yeah. The, the way you described it, I wasn't sure. Is it is it? Do you eat in those cars? I don't know. Is it a drive-through on the water? I have not. I've just seen the boats out on the lake and them testing, but nobody's ever said what you do with them. You know, if that's just for the atmosphere, or you can take a ride like after dinner or do something. What I'd assume is that you just go into the restaurant, you eat there, and then um, afterward, as part of maybe as part of the show, you know, you can go off to the side of the building. Maybe there's a line, a special separate queue for that, where you can go ahead and rent out an amphi car or amphibious car. I'm just yeah. That's where I guess they get the term from, and uh, go out onto the lake. I don't know what their conditions are going to be to rent. You have to have a valid like boating license uh, or something like that. Or? You probably just need a driver's license, like any of the other recreational watercraft. I would imagine. No, this restaurant's from the creators of uh, Rainforest Cafe. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and um, oh crap, what was that I going to say? Be cool. Could, um, yeah, could could <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you were saying something, and then I had a complete. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, One of the things I wanted to talk about was drawing some obvious comparisons and looking forward to this, uh, drawing the comparisons between both um, the downtown Disney that is at Disneyland in California and maybe even drawing a comparison to CityWalk over at uh, Universal Studios Orlando. Let's start with CityWalk because I think... It's it's interesting because CityWalk is adding a whole lot right now. They're adding a lot of new restaurants. They're adding a lot of new venues. Um, what do you think the vibe's going to be once everything is open? What's the back and forth going to be? What, in your honest opinion, guys? Well, I'll start with that. Um, CityWalk is adding all these new restaurants, and they're actually really, really good for the most part. There's a couple misses um, during for certain meals and stuff, but... They're they're trying to get the whole restaurant realm down. However, they're they're still looking at nightlife and fun stuff to do after you're done at the parks. So it does it does not have the same feel as Disney Springs, where it seems like an area that you want to go and walk around all day and hang yeah, out yeah. at. And that's the big distinction there. Um, and then in going to Disneyland too, I'll just throw it in right now. Um, Disneyland, I look at it as a lot of cool distractions on your way to the parks or on your way out of the parks. However, they have great restaurants there, a lot of cool places to shop, and then uh, the end destinations are usually fun, like Disneyland Hotel or the Grand Californian right there. Right. So uh, both of those places, City Walk and um, Downtown Disney, Disneyland, I look at them as just 
other things to do, whereas Disney Springs is going to probably turn this into a place where you want to spend the entire day. It will become and a destination. I, I hope that's the case. And one yeah. thing that City Walk is lacking that this is going to, um, we haven't talked about the, the boutique shopping that's coming. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of shopping at City Walk. No. There's not a, lot, a lot of restaurants, no. but there's not a lot of shopping. It's all so it's not really a destination. Box. Yeah. And that's another thing that's coming, a, a ton of boutique shops. Julie's excited. I'm sure a lot of people are excited. I'm more excited about the, uh, the dining. Yeah. And, you know, I, I agree with Craig. I think that uh, especially the way they're talking about the, the whole water district of, you know, being able to get boats. It's all on a wharf kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like going to a beautiful downtown little town, you know, and spending time walking around, shopping. It sounds really cool where it is very different from City Walk or downtown Disney out in Disneyland where those are kind of a pathway to your final destination. This sort of reminds me um, of River Riverwalk in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, you know, like the cute little shops and you can stroll and it's, and it's a place that you would want to spend a good part of your day, not just be there Mm -hmm. for the entertainment. I agree with that. It has that same kind of immersive feeling. And that's another difference between, I think, uh, downtown Disney at Disneyland and and City Walk here versus Disney Springs is that those feel like a path. Those feel kind of like, you know, City Walk is in a loop. So you're you're using it as a destination, like Craig said. And so is Disneyland, uh, downtown Disney. You walk through it. It's just kind of a straight shot. This almost seems like they're building in a way that there's going to be bridges and underneath there's going to be, you know, an above area versus a downstairs area. So it's going to feel a lot more like just a, a whole put together thing rather than a path to somewhere. Right. Yeah. The, however, on the flip side of that, the cool thing about City Walk and Disneyland Downtown Disney is that everybody sees it and you can get there very easily from your hotels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to go out to Uva Bar in the middle of downtown Disney, Disneyland, and then stumble back to the hotel, you can do that. Or if you just want that convenience of being able to walk wherever you want to walk, the only place that is offered here at Disney World is if you're staying over at um, Saratoga Springs or maybe even uh, Port Orleans, you can catch a boat. But I'm hoping that this construction kind of connects that circle with Saratoga Springs a little more. It seems like that's yeah. what they're trying to do. And I think Saratoga Springs will become a much more popular I resort agree. once that happens. Um, so, uh, you were kind of mentioning the boutique shops and stuff like that that might be on their way. I think, uh, you know, we have a small list of rumored things that, you know, none of it's confirmed, but uh, some interesting things that might be kind of boutique shops that maybe we can mention. Yeah, um, I have some a list here. Uh, Top Shop or Top Man, uh, Super Dry, this is one from Japan, and Uniqlo, also from Japan. And these are clothing retailers? Yes. And so uh, just uh, a lot of stuff from, like, all over the world. I got one here yeah. from Spain, uh, Bershka. I don't know if, that, if I pronounced that right. It seems like on this list they also, you know, there are rumors that maybe some more larger name retailers would uh, pop up, including an Apple store, yeah, uh, a World of Coke, uh, Coca-Cola, um, and then uh, New Balance shoes, um, do we need another shoe It's starting shop? to sound like an outlet. A yeah, 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 I definitely don't want it to be like that. Like I said, that. these are just rumors that have been cultivated on, yeah. sure. on, the, on the Internet, and these are kind of the things that are, are um, popping up in kind of, I think, the general consensus of maybe what people want to see. Yeah. Um, I will say, you know, World of Coke in Georgia, you know, that's 
that's supposed to be kind of like another theme park almost like that. So I, I wonder if the downtown Disney version will be kind of like a more fun version of a Coca-Cola store. You know, you're not just selling Coca-Cola products, right. but more of an interactive, fun area. Um, I hope that that's what it turns out to be. That would be cool, kind of like the way they do the Lego store now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a not only a merchandise shop, but it's a uh, an experience. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but there's there's a whole lot of stuff, including like Coach handbags and yeah. and and stuff like that. Again, all this is rumored, and we can. Um, I'd like to see more stuff like trendy yeah. from that store, but like maybe you know not only for women, a guy version, a guy's yeah. version of that. I think that would be. You know, Disney-related, it'd be one of a kind. It's not something you can find at the mm-hmm. outlet. Well, along those same lines on your list, you have a, a D-Tech store, yeah. which I think a customizable D-Tech store could be really cool if that was to be offered. At um, So, like, an expanded location versus what's in the marketplace co-op? Yeah. 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 Okay. Instead of just, like, that little. Because right now all it is is basically you print out a case for your phone, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't know what else D-Tech can do besides that. I feel like they could do so much more. Um, right? Yeah. yeah. No, they could. And now, this is this is the fun part of the show because, you know, there's a lot on this list, but they are rumored. I don't want to yeah. get into every single one of them. Um, but my question to you guys, and uh, we'll kind of, kind of wrap up with this, is we'll go around. Uh, what... What do you want to see? Whether it's something in particular, a shop, a restaurant, a store. Uh, I just said a shop and a store. Those are the same thing. A venue. I'd like to see both of those. Um, or, or just a general feeling about Downtown Disney or a general vibe or anything. What, what would be on your wish list for a Disney Springs over the next couple of years? Um, I'll go. Okay. I'll go. Um, things that have been confirmed, I'm looking forward to the sushi place, obviously. I'm looking forward to the food truck. Um, park i think that's going to be great i love the walk up places where you just don't have to sit and commit um one thing i would like to see gone i know a lot of uh smokers are going to hate me uh the sosa cigar store i mean i, I just walking past that I, I went through a cigar phase but now i can't even stand the smell of it i'd like to see that gone if they're going to keep that, that they, i mean they should have they should have tucked that T- back tucked that away yeah. yeah um but yeah i'm looking forward to the uh definitely the new dining options the um, more of the entertainment. I mean, they, they've already started that with the the entertainment around. Um, we walked out of the movie the other day, and you know, there's a whole big crowd similar to uh, Disneyland. So dining, dining, and doing another drinks around the world once it's complete. <laughs> <laughs> Have to do it all over yeah, again. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Kathy, how about you? Well, first, I'm looking forward to it all being done, and that I can just pull into a parking spot and go off and. I like the idea because I, I thought what was missing before is it was just like, if I need to get down to Cirque, I have to walk down this way. Yeah. Where now it's like I might want to linger and spend some money and, and you know enjoy the entertainment. I want to spend more time there. So I'm looking forward to it being done and actually spending a you know an evening down there, just enjoying the fact that I'm in Disney World. Right. How about you, Sean? Well, uh, piggybacking off of what you said earlier uh, about unique shops at Downtown Disney, my friends and I came up with an idea of a Disney-themed store, kind of like D- or, you know, uh, Dis- uh, what they call it? it was called Disneyk, is what we decided to call it. <laughs> where, uh, if you guys heard of uh, Disney bounding, have you ever heard of that? Where basically you dress up like a character, but you don't look exactly like them. You just have clothes themed after them. So oh, right, yeah. Look, yeah, and that. so I thought that would have been a cool idea if they made a store 
that yeah. that entertained that idea, so that way guests can come in and you know. So kind of like having a green T-shirt that looks like Peter Pan's outfit, right? But they would actually be like more designed, catered to that actual more legit feel instead of yeah. an actual. You know, you can't rent out a Disney costume, but something that just looks modern day, but what Peter Pan would wear, yeah, in our our style, right? And I thought that would have been a cool idea, and I hope they come up with more stores like that. Because I think that just be so. Uh, I would spend my paycheck there. Well, I think the co-op marketplace is a good start for that. Yes. I think that that kind of signifies that maybe they wouldn't go into that specifically, yeah. but that they're going into that more um, unique and individualized and specific type of merchandise that fans can really get into. Disney fans can really get into. It's not just Disney World 2014 right. T-shirts, you know, or it's not just Disney parks. Merchandise. It's something a little more specific, a little more unique. So that's cool. How about you, Craig? Uh, I guess the things that I want to definitely see is restaurants that are different from what they have now. Um, and then kind of piggybacking off of what Universal's done with like the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. They made these gift shops where you go in and you don't need to buy a single thing, but you'll just walk around and stare at everything yeah. inside and get that level of detail and theming. And that would be awesome if they could do it, too. Because, like I said before, I want to make this an all-day destination if I go there. I want to be able to take in everything. And I I think that's a really simple way, just by wanting to go around and see the different theme of everything that's there. Not necessarily buy stuff, not necessarily, you know, try something from everywhere I go. But if I can't spend all day walking around and seeing everything, no matter what it is, then... Uh, that would that'd be a loss for me almost. So, okay. how about you, Sean? Uh, for me, it's not really a specific thing that I'm excited for, but I, I would love to see more uh, casual dining places where there's just kind of like a hangout space. So you could get a drink, yeah. you can maybe get an appetizer, just kind of hang out. Maybe like outdoor seating, like a patio. Um, but I would love to to see them focus more on that kind of thing. Like, you know, the, the restaurants that are there now are either too far quick service or almost too far the other direction right. where it's like strict table service. More like but tapas or something Something like that. like that or just, I don't know, grab a beer and just sit outside on the patio, maybe get some appetizers. Exactly. Kind of um, like if the House of Blues outdoor location was serving food. Yeah. If it was doing yeah. that, having that really nice. Because that's, that's really the only place there that has a large, dedicated outdoor seating area. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's tables and benches scattered throughout. But um, but I would love to see it themed, um, something mm-hmm. along the lines of Trader Sam's. I know we're getting yeah. one at the Poly. But yeah. but something, I love themed environments like that. Where you could just go and sit for a couple hours, you know, have a couple snacks, right. you know, have a few beers, and just hang out. I would um, love to see stuff like that. So instead of... Instead of what Pleasure Island used to be, which was a nightlife, a club, more of a in a, between a lounge yeah. kind of situation. So you would go and just lounge around and have a good time mm-hmm. at, in a more of a restaurant uh, vibe than a club. And I think vibe. we'll see that with a lot of the restaurants yeah. coming. Yeah. I think a, a lot of these restaurants will have bars attached to them. Yeah. Um, so that'll be a good. I know, like at downtown, a lot of the a lot of the restaurants, you know, during the day, they're just straight up restaurants during the day. But at night, they move all the chairs out, and it becomes a, a yeah. whole entertainment thing. You oh know, yeah. Dance club. I mean, so th- th- there is a way to do both of those. You well, know? that's another good point. I would love to see more live music and entertainment come. And I know there, there's some now, um, but it's always I don't, I don't know. I don't want to criticize it, but it's always like. <laughs> Clarinets and oboes. And <laughs> exactly. With <laughs> one guy playing eight different instruments at once. Yeah. <laughs> the one guy that's there, and I cannot remember his name, but the guy that plays the classical guitar 
man, he rocks it. Oh, they're all very talented. He's, don't get me wrong. But he's usually out in front of Fulton's Crab House. Yeah. is where I see him, and he he man, he rocks it. Um, we need a swing night. Like they do at Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Lo- 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 locals bring their little uh, pop-up chairs. and. Oh, yeah, yeah, they have a dance floor set out and everything. Yeah, it's it's really, it's they come really cool. Up. That's a, a trip. Okay. I'm excited for that. That's- <laughs> well, for me, my kind of wish list is following along what I said earlier in expanding towards Saratoga Springs, having that all-encompassing property feel like a place that you can just stroll around, whether it is at Saratoga Springs or whether it is at Disney Springs, um, it's all surrounded by that lake, and it's such a beautiful piece of property. And, and this is going to be a beautiful uh, project once they're done with it. Uh, if if it looks anything like the concept art that we're seeing for Disney Springs, so I, I agree with pretty much all of you, especially Sean. I'd love to see some more outdoor lounges. That would be really cool. Make this. Make this feel like a downtown. Mm-hmm. Make this feel like a small town that you would go and stroll around and shop in. And make it worth getting on the bus. Make it worth driving your car because you're not going to be able to get there from your hotel by walking. Make it worth that extra effort to get there. And that's, that's what I want to see no matter how they do it. Make it worth the effort because they've, they've created this, this separate place uh, in, in downtown Disney. And... It's not like other, uh, like Universal or Disneyland. And so, um, yeah, that's what I want. Make it worth it. Make it worth the trip. Um, so unless you guys have anything else to add, I think that's a, a good time to wrap it up. Um, I want to thank everybody for watching, for tuning in live, and for listening. And uh, we will see you next week for another episode of the Diz Unplugged. Until then, we hope you have a wonderful week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.